This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. The USMCA, the trade deal that's being negotiated to replace NAFTA, looks like it could be soon approved. Officials from the U.S. and Canada are traveling to Mexico today to hammer out the final details. The deal would then need approval from lawmakers in all three countries. Automakers and suppliers are keen to see the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade pact signed, sealed, and delivered because it would eliminate uncertainty and enhance the free flow of cars and parts across the borders. Looks like the trade pact will be approved by the U.S. before the year is over. Thanks to General Motors announcing its plans to build a battery plant, we have a pretty good idea of its initial sales targets for electric vehicles. GM and LG Chem are investing over $2 billion to build that battery factory, which will be able to make 30 gigawatt hours of battery capacity a year. That's 50% more than Tesla's Gigafactory. 30 gigawatts translates into 30 million kilowatt hours. So let's say that GM wants to install 80 kilowatt hour batteries in its vehicles, which would deliver close to 300 miles of driving range. That means GM could make enough batteries for 375,000 EVs. No one's selling that many EVs yet, not even Tesla. And maybe GM will sell batteries to other automakers, but it is clear. GM is ramping up to sell a lot of electrics in the coming years. And GM's also going to loan $40 million to Workhorse, the EV startup that bought its Lordstown, Ohio assembly plant. The loan is to help Workhorse Workhorse buy the plant. That EV startup has ambitious plans to launch its endurance pickup truck by the end of next year. And presumably, it could buy batteries from GM. Say, have we got a great Auto Line After Hours coming up this Thursday. The whole show will be dedicated to the new C8. That's because we'll have Taj Juchter on board, and he is the executive chief engineer of the Corvette. So get ready for a deep dive into how the Corvette team designed and developed its first production mid-engine car. And if you'd like to ask Taj something about the C8, send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv, or you can tweet us. Now, we can't get to every single question we get, so here's a hint on how to get your question asked. Keep it simple and to the point. Want to know why automakers are bolting big screens to the dashboards of their cars instead of integrating them into the IP? That's because those screens keep getting bigger and better at a faster rate than automakers redesign their cars. So if they were integrated into the instrument panel, they'd have to retool the IP every time they do a refresh to accommodate a bigger screen, and that is expensive. Instead, just about every automaker is attaching them to the outside of the dashboard, so they can make a change cheaper and much more quickly. Ford's given up on yet another of its startup mobility services. Earlier this year, it scrapped its chariot ride-hailing business, and now it's dropping Go Ride Health. That was a non-emergency medical transport service. It was available in five cities in the U.S., and it allowed customers to arrange for a ride to a medical appointment for a fee, But Go Ride Health isn't going away completely. 
it will now become part of Ford's self-driving program in Miami. And speaking of autonomous vehicle services, Mercedes-Benz and Bosch are launching a self-drive, ride-hailing pilot program in San Jose, California. It will use modified Mercedes S-Classes, and it's initially available to only a select group of users, and a safety driver will be behind the wheel. The goal is creating a level 4 to level 5 autonomous service. And Aston Martin and Airbus just teased a new helicopter that they're developing. Designers from both brands have been working on a helicopter for the last 12 months, and it's going to be revealed in early January in France. No other details were shared, but it's interesting to see that Aston Martin is sticking with a more traditional aircraft when so many other automakers are investing in autonomous passenger drones. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. The car market in China continues to slump. Automakers sold 1.97 million passenger vehicles in November, but that was a drop of 4% compared to a year ago. And it is the 17th decline in the past 18 months in China. Sales of new energy vehicles, which include battery electrics, hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and fuel cell vehicles, were down 42% last month. And it looks likely that new car sales will be down for the second consecutive year in China, which is bad news for automakers who have invested heavily in that market. And General Motors is no longer going to build any cars in Russia. The country's largest automaker, Autovaz, is buying GM's 50% stake in their joint venture. The two companies will continue to build the Chevrolet Neva, and the small SUV will continue to wear a Chevy badge for a certain period of time, but then it's going to get rebadged as a Lada. GM is pulling out of countries where it cannot make a decent profit. You know, a while back, UPS got an idea of how to save gasoline. Make sure its drivers only make right-hand turns. So every day they plan out delivery routes to have the most right-hand turns possible. With left-hand turns, you have to wait for traffic to clear, so the engine spends more time idling, wasting gas. And also, left-hand turns are more dangerous and are a leading cause of head-on collisions. Using navigation technology to design routes to maximize right-hand turns saves UPS 10 million gallons of gasoline every year and 100,000 metric tons of CO2. And obviously, it saves them millions of dollars. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.